Hey there, welcome back to Take One. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and today we're joined again by one of my favorite Talmudic scholars, Sarah Fredman Ader, associate producer of Unorthodox and studious person. Hello. Hi, you couldn't keep me away. No, I could not. Uh, because today's page is rather difficult. It is filled with intricate discussions of various um, subjects pertaining to when the Shema ought to be said. But I want to talk to you about something else before we even get to that. Um, we are introduced here uh, to two great big rabbinic traditions, two houses based on two famous rabbis, Bet Hillel, the house of Hillel, and Bet Shammai, the house of Shammai, which sounds like two of the uh, you know outcast Hogwarts houses. There's Ravenclaw, Slytherin, Bet Hillel, Bet Shammai. Who are these rabbis and, and what are the differences between them? Hillel and Shammai are one of the very, very famous pairings in the Talmud. Um, there are others, Rav and Shmuel, who you often hear one opinion with the other one. Bet Hillel is sort of known as the more warm and fuzzy of the two. His his uh, school welcomed anyone, um, and it was much larger and sort of had a, a, a lower bar to entry. They really wanted to teach everyone. And Shammai was more of the, let's just say, the Harvard of the Bate Midrash of the Houses of Study, um, much more exclusive, did not want to allow everyone in, and, and was often more stringent um, in rulings. Um, generally, except for a very, very small handful of cases, um, when Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai disagree on a matter of halakha, the uh, the halakha is always like Beit Hillel. Um, and part of that is because it was sort of a larger and more robust um, institution. But also we might think of it as, as Beit Hillel modeling um, a more, what we will say, a, a, a more mensch-like way of being, um, a, a kinder view of the world and towards humanity. Basically saying... Look, all this halachic stuff, it's hard enough. There's no reason to be harsher still because we were going to alienate a significant amount of people. Yes, but what I think is really fantastic about Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai is that they disagree all the time. And there's always a winner and a loser, and yet they seem to go everywhere together. Um, and there isn't this thought that Beit Shammai looked down on Beit Hillel because they allowed the riffraff in, or Beit Hillel never would go out for coffee with Beit Shammai because, well, look at how they treat people. They really, they, they, they learn together, they travel together, um, and, and they're always quoted in the same sentence. And, and on today's page, the Gemara takes a moment, uh, takes a breather, to actually teach us a, a, a kind of overt lesson Precisely about this. I want to read this. This is a bit long, but, but kind of fascinating. Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah, who are both disciples of Bet Hillel, were reclining at a meal in one place together with their students. And Rabbi Ishmael was reclined as was the customary dining position. And Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah was upright. When the time to recite the evening Shema arrived, Rabbi Elazar reclined to recite Shema in accordance with the opinion of Bet Shemai, while Rabbi Ishmael sat upright to recite Shema. Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah appeared to take offense and said to Rabbi Ishmael, Ishmael, my brother, I will tell you a parable to which this is similar. It is comparable to a situation where one to whom people say as a compliment, your beard is full and suits you. That man says to them, may it be against those who shave and destroy their beards, i.e., the only reason I grow my beard is to irritate those who cut their own beards. You are the same. 
As long as I'm upright, you're reclined. And now when I'm reclined, lauding your conduct and emulating you, you sit upright as if to demonstrate that whatever I do, you do the opposite. By the way, speaking of the Talmud as a everlasting uh, document that's relevant to today, two bros discussing their beards. I'm sitting in the room with Liel and Josh. It feels very, very modern. I mean, any in any corner, in any corner bar in Brooklyn, you could find two dudes right now discussing their <laughs> beards. No, but this discussion really struck me as fascinating. And the reason that it came, you know, smack in the middle of a page that is that is thick with disagreement, right? Not only did they want to capture the disagreement, which is what the Talmud does on pretty much every page, but they wanted early on in the journey to give us a kind of side note. Talmudic commentary, if you will, on the way to argue, right? I mean, here they are saying, man, it seems to me like you're only arguing with me now for argument's sake. This is needlessly divisive and very annoying, and this is not how you argue. You argue by accepting that there are fundamental differences, by accepting that sometimes your opinion will not be the one that prevails, and most importantly, by accepting that the person you're arguing with, even if the disagreements are very, very substantial, uh, that person is still a member of your of your tribe, a member of your community. It's a novel idea. We seem to um, be lacking a little bit these days uh, in in this kind of argument. I I, I do feel um, obviously I don't need to reiterate. All of our listeners know what I'm referring to, this social media cancel culture attacking you only listen to your news source world that we live in um, is is a very big problem and one that we talk about all the time. And one, honestly, that I think our other podcast, Unorthodox, um, serves as an amazing counter example. Um, one thing that's so special about Unorthodox, and I, you know, seeing the the cross-pollination between this podcast and Unorthodox about uh, Take One as well, is that we're able to model conversations between people who really disagree, who disagree about the important stuff, who disagree about politics, sure, but also God and the meaning of life, and are happy to get into a room together and talk about it. And so next time you have the urge to go online and cancel someone, next time you're on Twitter and you really just want to aggravate someone for no other reason that he thinks he or she thinks differently, remember the wise parable of Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah, and, and don't engage in arguments for argument's sake. Sarf Emanator, thank you so much. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoyed this show, please go rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this podcast on. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly section of Reading Daf Yomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, our producers, Josh Cross. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at take one at tabletmag.com. I hope you've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.